Now, I want to throw a verse of scripture up to you today. And, and don't you love that song, How Great Thou Art? I mean, we've, we've probably have heard that song in, 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 in various settings. There have been times of rejoicing for some of us. That song was maybe sang in a difficult time of our life as well. And I love, love this verse that the psalmist writes. He says, I will praise you when I feel like it. I will praise you every day. Yes, I will praise you forever. Great is the Lord. He is most worthy of praise. No one can measure his greatness. You see, I believe that that verse must have been circulating in the mind of Carl Boberg when he wrote that poem years ago. He was standing in awe and wonder and amazement of who God is. You know, today's inspiring hymn is one of praise and adoration. And as we sing the words to that song, I don't know about you, but it's just a reminder to me of of God's unlimited power and God's unlimited love that he has for us. Are you not just so thankful that God loves you? us. Wow. We're in this series called that'll preach looking at some of the greatest hymns of all time. And I know many of you have said, you know, could you just continue this from now to eternity? You know, it's interesting there there are, I was looking some 400,000 hymns. I don't have that much time folks. And so we better just, we're going to cut it short, but we've got one today and, and one next week, but uh, it's just been absolutely incredible. And, and you guys, I, I, I love your excitement about it. Some of you are calling me. You've never called me in eight years. And you're like, what's the hymn going to be this week? Let us know. <laughs> no, because you'll Google it and search it. And then I won't have anything to share with you. And, and you'll just come in here. But it's, it's been a great, great day. I was talking to a gentleman today after the first service. And he said, it's been a long time since I sang that song. He said, we sang that song every Sunday when I was growing up as a kid. And he said, as we sang it today, it just kind of felt like yesterday that I was back at church and with my family. And, and I just remember, for some of us, that song brings back those feelings and those emotions. Are you still awestruck by who God is and what he's done for us? I mean, do you still just, just stand in wonder and amazement? For some of us, maybe we've forgotten what wonder is, haven't we? You know, as kids, it's, it's real easy for us to, to be impressed with things easily, right? Man, I remember my dad growing up and my dad was a, was a, was a, a big, handsome, strong man, kind of like me. And he would carry just, he would I just, I would just be impressed. My dad was a carpenter and he would just carry loads and loads of wood. And I just would just like, my dad can beat your dad up. And my dad is just so awesome. And he's strong. Um, seeing guys make a great catch in baseball you know as a kid we're like wow and just we're awestruck you know drink Gatorade and put the shoes on Pastor Chotch and Dave have their new Air Jordans on and 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 I remember that if I just had the shoes and drank Gatorade that I could be like Mike and I could dunk just dirty nasty dunks over people and when they would just, we were awestruck with wonder and amazement. Something happens as we grow older 
it's harder for us, it seems like, to be awestruck, isn't it? I mean, we, we, we lose that, 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 that spirit of being easily impressed and blown away as we grow older. And for some of us, it's been a long time since you could, could clearly say, you know what, I've been, I, I stood in wonder over this. But when was the last time you had that feeling of surprise mingled with admiration? When was the last time your, your, your jaw just, just dropped because of something beautiful that took place. Did you see the sunrise this morning? Many of you didn't because that's why y'all come at 11. You like sleeping in, don't you? It was beautiful this morning. It's absolutely incredible. When's the last time there was something unexpected, something unexplainable that just take place and you were just like, ah, and you just stood there. As Carl Boberg wrote those many, many years ago, you stood there in awestruck wonder. You know, when you're really impressed with something, when something just really happens that, 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 that causes you this, this great wonder, I, there's this, I believe, only appropriate and natural response and it's praise. You know, when, when, when something incredible happens and, and we see the, the double rainbow or, or, or when our kid actually gets a hit or for my parents, when I actually passed a class, there was praise, there's, there's admiration, there's, there's just honor showered towards those people or those situations. You see, I think that when we stand in wonder of something, that is the only appropriate response. It's, it's praise. I think that's what happened to Carl Boberg that, that day in, 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 in the mountains. When, when, when that storm suddenly came upon him and the thunder began to clap and the lightning began to light up the sky, maybe even striking things around him. I believe he stood there going, oh my, I better find a place to hide. But as it echoed through that canyon and then only just to pass and then for the sun to break through, for the calm to make its presence known, And as he writes in that song for the birds to begin to sing once again in the trees to feel the gentle breeze, he was just awe struck. When's the last time you were filled with wonder? And and by the way, some of you right now, you might need to hear that although maybe you're experiencing the storm, can I just encourage you? Just hang on because the calm is coming. And the peace will come. The storm doesn't last forever. You hang in there. You be faithful because our God is. And he will calm that storm. That's a good word, isn't it? That's a bonus for y'all. It's a bonus. I think the psalmist understood wonder. I think the psalmist, when he writes time and time again in the book of Psalm, understood this, this idea of being blown away by a great God in heaven. Psalm 8, verse 1, O Lord, our Lord, your majestic name fills the earth. Your glory is higher than the heavens. Can't you just see the psalmist just blown away with who God is? 
You've taught children and infants to to tell of your strength, silencing your enemies and all who oppose you. When I look at the night sky, he writes in verse three, I see the work of your fingers. I see the moon and the stars that you set in place. And here's his thought. What are mere mortals that you should think about them? Human beings that you should even care for them. You see, when I think about the greatness of God and when I think about who he is, really, who am I? You will hear us say time and time again, he is God and we are not. We need to be reminded of that, don't we? You see, God is great. Creation declares his greatness. But who are we that he would even give us, as the psalmist says, even a thought? A thought awestruck wonder. Who, who is someone that makes your jaw drop besides your spouse? Who is someone that you've just been blown away with? You stood in wonder. There's somebody There's somebody at some point in your life, they they did something, they said something, they sang something, they performed some sort of a a feat for me back in the day. It was those guys that used to saw women in half and spread their bodies apart. And then they put them back together. I'm like, are you kidding? Really? There's somebody that comes to mind that you would say, this person to me is a superstar. When I look at them, maybe like Michael Jordan, when I look at them, Who is that? Who's that that comes to your mind? There's somebody that blows you away. On the count of three, I want you all together, let's yell that person's name out. Ready? Who is it? One, two, three. Taylor Swift. Why are you laughing? Haters gonna hate. Hate, hate, hate. Shake it off. Okay, I have girls. I have girls. When you hear of a superstar, there's somebody that blows you away. There's somebody that has done something in your life. They've said something that you're just enamored with, enamored with. Speaking of superstars, I read this week about a a star that astronomers have discovered and talking about creation and and, and superstars. This star is really, really magnificent. Conventional telescopes have, have missed this over, of course, a long time, but because of its vast dust clouds. But they tell us that this star that the Hubble Space Telescope has has picked up, they tell us that it's 186 million miles wide. And they tell us that it's 10 million times brighter than the sun. Now that's a superstar that far supersedes Jordan or Swift or, or whoever you blurted out. I mean, don't, don't even try to comprehend a, a, a star that enormous. The, it's interesting footnote as I was reading about this, that, that many theories on, on how stars are formed, they, they, they say that a star that large is simply an impossibility. To which I respond, no, it's not. Because I know the one who can create things that just don't make sense. I know the one who can bring healing to a individual's life when 
doctors and science and medicine. And we're so thankful for that because God works through those things. But even when they're like, we just don't know. I know one who's called Jehovah Rapha, who lay hands on people and delivers. I know the, 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 the greatest relationship guru of, of all times. I know one that can bless and give you more than you can ever dream of or imagine. So this superstar, it's not too big for, oh, by the way, it's a God that we just sang our guts out to. That's what I'm talking about. You see, although it may be hard for, for scientists to come up with a theory explaining this superstar, it's not hard for me to come up with the creator that's big enough to explain it all. John chapter one, verse three says, God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. You know, nature reveals the greatness of our God, doesn't it? It does. I love to quote that I found is one, an author that's unknown. I don't know who that is. It's unknown. It's author unknown. And, and it says, God writes the gospel, not in the Bible alone, but on the trees and in the flowers and the clouds and the stars. You see, when you consider that beyond that superstar are literally millions of other galaxies, your mind just goes on overload. But there to me is something more staggering than the size of creation. And here's what it is. It's the possibility that you could have a a personal relationship with the creator of it all. to, To me, that's what's really mind boggling. To, to, to think that, that me, because I know me, I would be like John Newton wrote in Amazing Grace. I was that wretch. Any other people, a wretch in this room today. I was that. And what blows me away is that despite who I am and what I have, have done and, and even what I continue to do sometimes, that I still have the potential to have a personal relationship with the creator of superstars and galaxies and sunrises and sunsets. The God who creates births, the God who woke me up this morning, the God who, that just blows me away. That in light of splendor and magnitude of all of creation, that I've been created by God And as the psalmist had a hard time in Psalm chapter eight, wrapping his mind around it, that I have the potential to be in relationship with that type of God. You see the amazing truth today and the reason we stand and sing how great thou art is because God has this deep, deep love for us. And it just doesn't make sense because we know how we use the word love in our culture today. And we can love something one moment, but then be repulsed by it the next. Are you with me? And so for some of us, it's hard for us to wrap our minds, not around a superstar somewhere in the galaxy, but it's hard for us to wrap our minds around a God that has a deep, deep love for us because you know you also. And you know that there are times in which you don't show him love. You don't even think about him. But yet there he is, always giving us love. Aren't you thankful for that? How do we know that? Well, here's how you know that. 
You see, in those same verses that I read in John chapter 1 that says Jesus created it all, it says that there was the word, he was the word, and he became what? Human. And he made his home among us. You see, the one that created that megastar that the Hubble telescope finally picked up, the one who created those countless millions of galaxies, listen, he left the throne room of the universe and the scripture says he came here as one of us. And everything in us screams, why? Who would do that? If I'm the one that creates and sets and puts everything, why would I ever leave the throne room of the universe to come to a speck of dust known as earth? Well, two chapters later in the book of John, chapter three, verse 16, we find the answer because God loved the world and he gave his one and only son so that everyone, who? Americans, everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. Why would God leave the throne room? Right there. God loves you so much, so much that even though you've defied him by by running your own life, listen, he sent his son to go to a cross to bear the death penalty for your sin. That's how much he loves you. Now wrap your mind around that. You you mean somebody's gonna take care of my junk? The things that I've done that are so evil and wrong, somebody's gonna take care of that? That's like me on death row. But somebody says, you know what? I'll take the electric chair for Jason. Give me the needle. I know that he did it. I know that he deserves this, but I'm going to take that. Guys, that's hard to wrap your mind around, isn't it? But that's why we can stand unashamedly today and sing hymn number 10, one of the greatest hymns of all times. That's why we stand and sing, God, you are great. You're great. Think about it. When I think that God, his son, not sparing, sent him to die, I scarce can take it in. That on the cross, my burden, who's mine? Gladly bearing, gladly. He gladly took my sin. He gladly gave up his life for me. He bled and died to take away my sin. Talk about wonder. Talk about awestruck. Talk about draw, jopping, draw, jaw dropping. Don't laugh, you can't say it either. Jaw dropping, wonder, an act, a feat that is just, you stand there and go, oh, it's this. to think that someone, someone that did not deserve that took it so you wouldn't have to. That's wonder. That's awestruck wonder. 
And listen, when Jesus comes knocking on the door of your heart, when, when he comes offering you forgiveness, when, when he comes offering you his, his love, hey, it, to me, it just doesn't make sense to reject that. It just doesn't make sense to me why someone would postpone receiving love and forgiveness that is available for your junk, your funk, everything bad you've done or will do. Why would you not want to say, you know what? I'm going to release you from that. Some of us have it and we are still slaves because we've never surrendered and received the forgiveness and love of Jesus. Are you with me? See, I stand today and say I'm no longer a slave to fear because I am a child of God. You know how I am a child of God? Because I looked upon the cross of Jesus Christ and I said, Jesus, listen, I don't know much about you, but here's what I know. Jesus loves me. The Bible tells me. And I asked Jesus to come in. And man, I have been a work. Woo! I'm a work and I'm still in progress, but he loves me. Why would you reject that? Why would you postpone receiving that? Folks, this is the one who made everything, all of creation. But yet he's looking at you today and said, you know what? You're my most prized. It's not the superstar. It's not the sun. It's not the birds chirping in the trees. You are my most prized creation. And I'm going to prove it because it's you that I'm going to come down to earth and I'm going to go to this for. You. You. And oh, by the way, it's you for those of us that know him that one day as we sang in that last verse with shouts of acclamation, we will bow and we will forever praise his name. Are you with me, church? You see, why would you put that off? Why would you wait another day to to establish this personal love relationship with the most awesome person in all of the universe? Move over, Taylor, because God is in the house. See, if you've never begun this incredible relationship, here's what I want to ask you to do today. I'm going to ask you to reach out to Jesus right now, right where you are. I'm going to ask you to to thank him for loving you so much. I'm going to ask you to, to tell him that you're putting all the faith that you've got in him and you, you are going to, to receive his forgiveness, that, that you are going to have the hope of heaven. And, and oh, by the way, he's going to deposit an unlosable love. You can't ever lose his love. You know that, right? You can't. Why wouldn't you want that? Why wouldn't you? It's Jesus, the one who created the biggest stars. He's the star of them all. And he's coming to you with amazing love. Church, do you see the greatness of our God? Do you stand in awesome wonder at who he is when you consider all that he's done not just in creation but I'm talking about in loving you enough to die for you and I'm just wondering 
if you're awestruck and in wonder of that, will your response be, oh, I'm going to praise him? You better get used to it. Because one day that's all we're ever going to do. Is we're going to praise. And the song won't end, we'll praise. And praise, I, I don't think you ever get hungry or tired. Man, I'm good for about 72 seconds with my hands raised in the air right now. But one day I'm telling you, man, I want to have just massive muscles, span and capabilities that my arms will never go down. You think I'm loud and crazy right now and I can jump real high? Woo, wait till glory. So here's the deal. Can we not just be a church that is filled with awestruck wonder? And can we not just get our praise practice on starting right now? Because he's worthy. He is a great God. He's a great God. Hey, listen. I'm not going to let someone out of this house today without giving them an opportunity to respond to the love of Jesus. If you're here today, if you're here today, it's gutsy. It's big, bold, it's crazy, I know. But here's the, here's the deal. Today, you say, Jason, listen. I've heard about the cross. I've heard about Jesus. I can sing the songs, but for whatever reason, I'm that person that's rejected receiving his love. I've postponed it for whatever reason, pride. I'm afraid of what people are going to say, whatever. But today's the day that I want that love and forgiveness of Jesus. If that's you, you come meet me right now. Come on. People let you out. People will let you get out of that row. If you're here today, say, you know what? This is it. Today's the day that I want Jesus' love. I want the forgiveness. I believe that he died on the cross for my sins, and I want to give him my life. I don't know anything else what that means after that, but I want Jesus in my heart. If that's you, you come right now. Anybody? Anybody. We're not going to belabor this. Come on down. I see you. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Anybody else? Come on. Anybody else? Can I get a pastor? Can I get a pastor up here, please? Somebody else? Anybody else? Come on. Hey, where are you at, adult? Where are you at, adult? You're not too old. You're not too old for Jesus. Where are you at? If you need it, you come on. Anybody else? Awesome. I want you to go with Pastor Rob. Can y'all take Darren? Greatest decision you'll ever make right here. Right here. Come on. Right here. Anybody else? Hey, hang on. Come on. Come on. Anybody else? Anybody else? No longer a slave to fear. Today you can become a child of God. Come on. Anybody? Come on. You know you're glad you didn't choose that other church today because people are giving their lives to Jesus right now. Come on. Anybody? Hey, look at that. Hey, y'all stay. Look at that. You got a standing ovation right there. They never stand when I preach, ever. They're happy. They're excited. We're family. Come on, church. I want y'all to follow Pastor Robert. Follow Pastor Robert. He wants to visit with you and put something in your hands today. Absolutely incredible. No longer a slave to fear. I am child of God. Isn't that great news?